you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We're presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're also live in New York City. It's Wednesday, the first of the month in February. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty, and Sean O'Hara talking breaking news this morning as uh, Tom Brady has announced his retirement from the NFL. He released a video this morning, a self-taken video that he took all on his own. It was short, succinct, to the point with New England for 19 years, the Bucks for the last three, and then the reports had also come out that he was considering retirement or just going back to the Buccaneers, that we all were think we are enjoying the fodder of going to other teams, but he went with the beach, the sand in his toes for retirement. That is Tom Brady, the man who won 251 regular season games. It's amazing. Kyle Brandt out in Las Vegas. Takeaways from this news, Kyle, as I know you're able to always put it into great societal context, if you will, and the impact that Brady had for the last uh, 20 plus years. Well, I land here in Las Vegas and I've been wearing this jacket since I showed up. I've had multiple people as I've walked by them say, we're getting Brady. We're getting Brady. Like they think Brady's coming here. And this was last night and this morning. And this is a 45 year old guy. And they were so excited. So this morning, the news breaks and one of the crew guys here goes, we're getting Rogers. We're getting Rogers. So who the hell knows? It's a huge disappointment for a lot of people here and a huge surprise. I just still can't get over the video, guys. I'm with you. I, after a year ago when we were promised this, you know, broad, sweeping motion picture and this uh, poetic ending, he sits down in what appears to be a public beach. There's a terrible airplane noise going on over him as he does it. I think if you look in the background, there's a guy selling puka shell necklaces and someone swimming in their clothes. Like, it could not be any more lo-fi, and it was perfect. Tone perfect, authentic. Peter says it's at least a couple days old. Who the, I don't know if this is a year old and he's been sitting on this thing and he's known the whole way along. I'm jarred by the expansiveness of his career. I think if you're watching right now and you're a 22, 23 year old just out of college, you don't know life without number 12. You've never lived with it before. So uh, I'm shaking like all of you are. I'm jolted by the excitement of just something this big. Uh, I'm thrilled for him and uh, I'm a little bit melancholy for all of us. 
Absolutely, Kyle. That was, uh, I think that was important to really analyze the video, if you will, to, to make sure we all have an appreciation and understanding of uh, just how raw and real this was to hear Tom Brady put it out there himself that this is it. I know there's been a kind of an odd year for him in terms of his past retirement and then to bring it all back to this table. Jason McCordy, you played with the man. You were in the locker room with him. Apparently you stole your towel sometimes if the cubby was too close to his. But what do you think about this news today? Yeah, I got a chance to play it on for two years. And I said earlier, often the question you would get is, all right, what is Tom Brady really like? Like in the locker room, no cameras on. Is he a mean guy? Is he cursing everybody out? And it's just like, no. Like Tom Brady is a really good person and he cares about the people around him, whether it's teammates, coaches, different people within the organization. Tom was a guy that when you got to the locker room, somebody just joins the team. I was in that position. He'd come up to you and say, hey, how you doing? I'm Tom Brady. He would tell you his name as if you didn't know it. He was the type of guy that when I sent him a video of my then six-year-old son catching a pass and telling him that he's his favorite player and he hopes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the Super Bowl, he responds and says, hey, hopefully one day I can throw him a few passes. As great as Brady was on the football field, everything he accomplished as we watched the confetti falling with him winning another Super Bowl, winning seven of them, Tom Brady, the competitor, the athlete, he was a better person. He was a better man. We watched Tom in the media, and we watched the way he treats everybody around him. And you get a chance to know him as a person, and you just see he's as authentic as they come. And the video, it serves him right. When I was in the locker room with Tom, he was just another guy. No special treatment, not doing anything different than the guys around him. And a video. All of us make selfie videos. We send them to grandma to say happy birthday if we're not around. <laughs> However we do it, Tom sitting on the beach, a selfie video, thanking us. And there's our opportunity to say to Tom, thank you. 23 years of excellence. And like you said earlier, setting the standard. You're awesome. And the fact that we have you at our table, we're, we're incredibly lucky. Someone who played with him, but also has a relationship with him. I think from all of us here, we, we might know him. Jamie, you might have covered him in a couple games. I've known him from, you know, 20 years working things. Sean, you covered, went against him. But there's always this, like, aura around Brady of, like, this guy is held at a different standard. This was the, the, the video that comes out this time for his retirement. It is raw. It is authentic. And it's from him. I think we appreciate it. I mentioned it. This wasn't filmed this morning. This was filmed either yesterday or a couple days ago. He was in L.A. last night doing a film premiere for his uh, film 80. What's it called? 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. Um, it's not sunny out in L.A. right now. And from people closest to Brady, like this was already. What's that tell me? Why is that significant? Why are we care? He kept this quiet. The Buccaneers didn't know till this morning that he wasn't coming back. We didn't know. The NFL is the best reporters in the world as far as sports goes. They didn't know. Brady kept this one quiet. This was a decision. He did not want to have this be long and drawn out. Does it now, as opposed to during Combine Week, where it would be the only topic for all these teams trying to build their roster, does it now, instead of free agency, where everyone's going to be pulling their hair out of who the next quarterback is, kind of nips it in the bud. Super Bowl bye week, get it out of the way. I'm retiring. This time it's real. No long statement, no drawn out marketing video with all former players wishing me well. It's me, it's on the beach, it's already been recorded, so I had some time to think about this. I clicked send this morning. Kind of appreciate it from a guy who, we all don't know exactly how this was gonna go when he eventually did hang it up for real. This seems like this is truly the end and confirming it from multiple my sources, there is no coming back this time. Yeah, I love that he did it on video because it shows the true emotion that he's going through and as he clearly has wrestled with this, not just in the last couple of days, but for the last couple of years. And I think every player wrestles with their own football, football mortality. And for most guys, it's the game kicking you out. And <laughs> for Brady, it's him saying, I'm, I'm walking away and I'm, I'm hanging up the cleats, knowing that I can still play this game at a, at a high level. Uh, nobody threw more passes 
this past season in the NFL than Tom Brady. At 45 years old, he was still out there slinging it. So I know that part of him still feels like, man, I can still go play. But I think this is a, a huge moment, not just for Tom Brady, not just for the NFL, but like for all of us. You know, look, uh, people remember where they were when JFK was assassinated. You remember where you were with 9 11. Can I tell you something? Can I interrupt you real quick? Stuff. His first start was a week after 9 11. That's how long right. ago he's been playing. I was. I came out the same year as him, 2000, and he's still playing. 23 years. That's a long time. But I'm going to remember this. Like, I'm going to remember who I'm, I'm with. Uh, Kyle's going to remember he was in Vegas. <laughs> you, you're going to remember where you were when Tom Brady announced his official retirement. And it sounds like this one's for real. I think when you just look at the standard that he set as a competitor, as a teammate, I think, you know, the, the legacy he leaves behind is how he demanded the best of everybody. The Tom Brady effect we talk about all the time. When he steps in the huddle, like, man, you were, I'm not going to be the one to jump offside. I'm not going to be the one to make a mistake and not know what I'm doing because I don't want to feel Tom's wrath. I don't want him piercing my soul with those eyes because I messed up. So that accountability factor from Tom Brady was real, and, and that's why he was able to go to Tampa Bay and win them a Super Bowl. Congratulations on, on your career. Congratulations on the afterlife, Tom. Uh, you're, you're an inspiration to everybody, and uh, I hope you enjoy the beach. And guess what? Fall golf is Gorgeous. Oh, is it? Yes, gorgeous. Florida, yeah. <laughs> he, Tom Brady is a sensation, and I don't mean to sensationalize using that word, but he is an international superstar that transcended the most popular sport in the world. It, it's called the Super Bowl because the entire world watches this one day in February. And Tom Brady, for the last 15 years in a league that he was in for 22 years, he was at the top of it. He was the reason why 80,000 people were in a stadium in Munich, Germany for the first time ever this season. The NFL chose to put the Buccaneers to play the first regular season game in a new country in Germany because that man was going to be the quarterback of the team. And it didn't matter if they had been on a 12-game win streak, lose streak, tied 12 games straight. didn't matter. Tom Brady was there. That is an absolute rock star arriving, bringing international recognition to a league that already has plenty of international recognition. And Tom Brady just elevates it. Speaking of elevating it, to Sean's point, he did it for every single person that he came across. I know when I walked into a production meeting room with that man, he made me want to ask better questions. He made me want to prove myself in a room where he just, again, the, the word that keeps going, he just sets a standard for everyone around him. And he's not a jerk about it, which I really, really appreciate about him. He has always appeared to remain the same. He, he has not wavered in his personality from what I can see over 20 plus years. I know a lot of people have an appreciation for the respect he and the that he holds for his family and the appreciation he has for the support from them. It's just a well-liked, wildly talented band that we have all loved watching play football over the past 20 plus years. Mike Giardi's with us now, our NFL Network reporter who's been covering Brady and the Patriots for years in New England. Uh, Mike, your reaction to today's news? This one seems like it's going to stick. That's the first thing I thought of, just sort of chuckling after what happened last year and sort of how I felt like that was almost forced upon him, if you will, because of the reports that came out. And we saw a guy this year who still is playing at a high level. And look, it, it wasn't perfect. I think if you kind of go back and look at it, it was clear that from the outside looking in, it didn't feel like he was enjoying it as much as he did in previous years. And look, they, they weren't the same kind of team this year. So maybe there was a little bit less fun to be had because they weren't winning as many football games. But still, I you know, over 4,000 yards, whatever it is. I mean, like, remarkable that the age of 45, that we were all debating where he was going to go next and could he take that team to a Super Bowl. 
Bowl. But I, I guess I feel happiness for him if this is what he wants, but then sort of sadness based on the last year and obviously some of the personal stuff that he's gone through. I think that's been very difficult. I think it clearly has weighed on him uh, as it would anyone. So there's that part of it. And now, you know, he has to sort of assimilate into life without football. And that's not something he's had to do for God knows how long, right? I think the other thing for me, Jamie, is when I think about Tom, the football player, I think about the incredible competitiveness that he brought to the table. And it wasn't just on Sundays, Mondays or Thursdays days. It was during the week and the stories are legendary. You know, they they play the game where you're 40 yards in training camp, you're 40 yards from the garbage can and the quarterbacks are competing to see who can throw the ball into the bucket from 40, 50 yards away. And Brian Hoyer has told me many times that he would hit the shot and that's the game. The first one who hits it, he wins. And then Brady would change the rules so that he could win. He would drop the ball into the bucket and then he would walk off. That's it. The game was over. He did not like to lose. I remember another example. It was Jimmy Garoppolo's last year with the Patriots, they had a, a red and white scrimmage, red and blue, whatever, and it was Brady on one side and Jimmy on the other. And I think Tom threw two incomplete passes the entire thing, and it was like he was playing in the Super Bowl, and they cleaned up Garoppolo's team with first-teamers on defense and all that, and it was just like, you guys told me that he was coming to take my job and that I was old. Well, I'm better than him, and I'm better than anyone else, and I'm going to prove it to you here on a random Tuesday in August. And I just think that's... Jamie, who he was, I think that competitiveness drove him to levels that uh, we'd never seen before at that position. Mike, in the spirit of the Pro Bowl games being this weekend, I saw a clip yesterday, it's funny that it happened, that of Brady going through one of the old school quarterback drills in an old version of the Pro Bowl. And he goes around a bunch of cones and he's supposed to throw it in a hole. It doesn't. But he walks up to the target and is like, but at least I hit it right there. It's just like, no, we get <laughs> it, man. You were close. Like, he had to show yeah. just how close he was to getting that ball in the hole. Giardi, thank you for that insight. I know you were around him for years in New England, so I appreciate that. As uh, breaking news has occurred this morning with the NFL, Tom Brady retiring after coming out, entering the NFL draft in the year 2000, winning Super Bowl after Super Bowl, appearing seven times in an MVP in five of them. A remarkable career that we will continue to talk about here on Good Morning Football. More to come. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football! Cue all the montages that you had for Tom Brady because he has announced his retirement this morning. Been talking about it for an hour plus now here on Good Morning Football. We're going to keep going because... It deserves it. It's breaking news this morning. James Palmer joining us now. Uh, James Palmer, your reaction this morning. Uh, you're at home. I don't, like Ian Rapport's in Mobile, Alabama. You had to jump on the show and talk about this. Where are you? Did this catch you off guard in your reaction to the news this morning? Well, I was coming on this show no matter what, Jamie. I mean, we were going to talk some coaches, okay. oh, and we'll right. get to that. But Change let's the topics. Talk, let's, just, just, let's just tack Tom Brady on top <laughs> of it, right? And you know, I've covered a number of his Super Bowls, a ton of his games. I've been up there in Foxborough for a zillion days of training camp where on his birthday you see baby goats with Tom Brady jerseys on them in a petting zoo next to the playing field. I mean, how many how many guys does that happen for? But there's really three things I want to jump out that, 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 that jump out at me about Tom Brady. One is the covering the AFC championship game in 2015 where the Broncos hit him 17 times. He sacked four with the likes of Vaughn Miller and DeMarcus Ware and those guys and talking to them about the toughness of Tom Brady. It doesn't matter how many times you hit him and I've talked to a number of defensive players about this. He just comes back at you it doesn't change his game and he's the only quarterback really over the years that guys have told me is wired this way and plays this way the other one is more of the human side being a fly on the wall watching him Andrew Brees personally down there in New Orleans when the two of them were going through that moment we all knew Brees' career was over and he's throwing passes to Drew Brees' kids there and just getting chance to see that human side of Tom but the biggest one guys that jumps out of me is when NFL Network during COVID shipped me to Tampa for a month where I had a chance to be just a member of a handful of people that stood on the sideline of every day of Bucks training camp that first day Brady was there and watching Jamie him coach, teach, motivate, turn that team into a Super Bowl winning team in training camp. I'll never forget watching him and his greatness work just as one of the few people that got a chance to see it that first year in Tampa. James, the Brady news is one thing. We also were coming in this morning with two new coaching hires. Both are very close to you geographically in your career. You covered the Houston Texans for years. You covered the Denver Broncos. You live in Denver. What do you got on both of these hires, D'Amico Ryans to Houston and Sean Payton to Denver? Let's start with D'Amico. You mentioned me uh, spending time down there in Houston. It's funny. I arrived one year after D'Amico Ryans. In those couple of years, I was a beat reporter there, Schrager. I've never seen a player brought up repeatedly that was gone by players still in the locker room. And it wasn't just the type of player he is. He was a great player. All these players used to tell me about the presence that was lost without D'Amico Ryans in that locker room, what they were missing without him there. And over the last 24 hours, I've talked to a number of former Texans players that still live in Houston. I've talked to current players, and they are ecstatic about the hire of D'Amico Ryans for a few reasons. One specifically, because what I mentioned, that presence. And then you look at the six-year contract that he gets. They wanted a young coach, I'm told, to grow with a young team. They had a very good draft this past year. They're going to bring in a franchise quarterback expected at the top of this draft. And they had a fan base. I did a number of their games this 
year that just was disinterested. And they believe D'Amico Ryans and his brilliance, as Andy Reid once told me, as a football coach and as a player, is going to change everything. And then change gears to Sean Payton. There was a meeting in Denver here in early December, really, or maybe right after they, they parted ways with Nathaniel Hackett about fit and what they were looking for. And owner Greg Penner was looking for these specific aspects. It was creating a culture above football, accountability, discipline, creating a specific identity to this offense, something that has been lacking over a number of years and specifically over the last year. And then the X's and O's. When they started their search unfold, there were very few people that checked every one of those boxes. Sean Payton was one of them. They waited to interview him. After that interview, I'm told, they remained in constant contact. General Manager George Payton, who, this is going to get confusing, Payton and Payton, uh, is the one who handled kind of the compensation with New Orleans. And the interesting aspect of this is, I was told during those meetings, he has a plan for Russell Wilson, but that wasn't the focus, guys. It really was, what's your plan for the entirety of the team and the organization? And just last night, I was told expectations have been now been put into overdrive, and Sean Payton is embracing those. I think, Traeger, you knew this was happening. You're rocking the Sean Payton Jordans today. I thought you maybe, I guess, had an idea that we were going to be breaking all this down. That's why you threw those on, right? James, I mean, look, he also was wearing an orange tie on Fox and looking at the camera on Sunday being like, hello, yeah. hello. Yeah. You just have to put in the clues together, dude. Um, thank you. Great <laughs> job, as always. I'll add your stuff with him, just knowing Sean from this year. We weren't best friends when he was the coach of the Saints. It was a work of We got really close this year as he worked at Fox, and we would go out to dinners on Saturday nights, and we would have these Sunday production meetings and it was fascinating watching him watch the NFL. So I'd sit and watch games with him and we'd ask, what do you think of Kyler? What do you think of the, what do you think of Russell Wilson? And I think the Russell Wilson thing is huge because he didn't show his hand and didn't say that, oh, Russ is done. What he would always say is, you gotta be the perfect offense and you gotta be the right offense and you've gotta empower these quarterbacks to have great success. Sean Payton needed to get paid a certain amount of money. And that was it. He wanted to get paid a certain amount. Guess who stepped up and is paying him that certain amount of money? It's the Denver Broncos. He could have gone anywhere and he could have waited a year and gotten that money from someone else. This to me is a Broncos story as much as it is a Sean Payton story. That they stepped up to the plate here. I don't think any owner in the league, you know, was 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 loving the fact that the Cleveland Browns paid Deshaun Watson what they paid him. The Broncos just upped their game and are now paying a coach a certain amount of money that I think everyone around the league is saying, all right. They stepped it up and did that. Now every other coach in the league is going to say, okay, well, if Sean Payton's making what he's making, what about us? Um, so I think it's an interesting piece of it also. Not only the trade compensation and congrats to the Saints for getting a deal done that I think was a lot for a coach if they waited one more year, would not have gotten that much in trade compensation. Mm. But also to the owners of the, the Denver Broncos. That's the Penner, obviously, side of it. But also Condoleezza Rice, you know, George Payton, the GM, was in that building. There's a lot of people who made that decision. They had to step up and pay Sean Payton the number, a number that is not usually comfortable for owners to do. They're doing it, and they're putting their money where their mouth is. They're all in, both with the quarterback salary and now with the coaches as well. Peter, it's good stuff to know just the background on how Sean Payton, who is just like such a highly sought-after coaching candidate across the league, how and why he landed in Denver. I think it's important to know. All right, we are into closer to Super Bowl 57, which means everybody is looking for a topic uh, to talk about with what's your beef, Sean, uh, but also everyone's looking for an in. What's your beef with that? <laughs> yeah, everybody wants a ticket. A everybody ticket wants in. something. The week of the Super Bowl, all right, the, 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 there's two weeks, and people want to know, why is there an extra week leading up to the Super Bowl? It's because there is so much stuff that you have to figure out so many logistics like when you're a player and you're so excited that hey you're going to the Super Bowl and then all of a sudden you look at your phone and it's you have 123 unread text messages from that morning mm. 
because even your third grade homeroom teacher is reaching out to you saying, hey, if you happen to have any extra <laughs> Happen to have. If you just happen to have one, <laughs> you know, I, I would get there. Um, it's mind-numbing, and it's not even just people outside of the family. Sometimes it's even your own family because as players, the week this week, you use this whole week to figure everything out. All right, figure tickets out. I don't want to deal with any of this next week when I'm focusing on the game. But you only get so many tickets, too. And they're not all in the same section. So the ticket situation <laughs> is real. It's it's living. Those bleeds uh, are two thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, people can get in arguments. Um, <laughs> can I ask where they're how many? I mean, it's, this might be. I don't, you guys both played in Super Bowls. It might have changed from 07 to 2018. But how many tickets does the player typically get? Usually, you're allowed to buy like ten. You have to buy them. Yeah. Um, you are not given any. You get upon, some, but then you're allowed to buy some. Uh, but then it's like six and four. Like, yeah. like it's not all ten in a row. Okay. So it's okay. like where you're at on the team. Like, Correct. My brother was a captain. They had a number. <laughs> right. I was an older guy. I was right underneath that number. Then yeah. so forth. The now. undrafted practice in the league. league. Yeah, here's ah. the league. <laughs> we got a room for you, you know? <laughs> So you got to, like, it would be helpful for players to have somebody to help them handle all this, correct? No doubt about it. Um, I did that numerous times for my brother, probably too many. My probably craziest ticket request are just somebody hitting me up. We go to the Super Bowl in 2018 when I joined the Patriots, and I get a text message that week from somebody like, hey, what's up, Jason? I delivered Domino's to you or whatever pizza spot. In the summer, I remember meeting you, man, and the the text message is like this long. The CVS receipt? CVS receipt. I'm just like, man, you're just... Journey, what you've gone through. I'm so excited I remember for this your moment order. for you. I hate to ask. And I know you like pepperoni. And I, I, I gotta ask you, man. I, I, I was like, I can't respond. I don't want them to know that. Like, still me. Place. I changed my number. Like, don't <laughs> don't hit me up anymore. That was probably the craziest one I got. But even on top of the game, it gets tricky. Of now, parties, host game. <laughs> When it comes to the party, yeah. you may get 15 tickets, but you may only have six tickets to the postgame. What, do you get a now, wristband? Now how, do you, how do you decide who gets the wristband <laughs> and who doesn't? Then you'll have the random people, like, once you win the game, like, hey, you got any extra tickets to the after party? So, like, that's a tricky situation, too. I stumbled into another beef here. because if, so, so, both teams plan parties after the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. I cannot believe that the losing team follows through with their party. That has to be the saddest party to attend. I went to my yeah. brother's his first year. Earth, Wind, and Fire was Come up there lighting up. What? There's twice as much booze it's at the losing. Yeah. I guess. Celebrate the season. Wow, I it at least. Be, I That's how I felt. Gronk wasn't scared. No, he shouldn't have been. He got criticized. They pay the that artist ahead of time, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. I remember the Rams did this last year, and it was like, that artist is performing. You don't have to go to the party, but we had a good year. We're celebrating yeah. that year. It's, well, a, it's a hell of an artist. Like <laughs> It's a live concert. Like I'm going regardless. We're going to have a good time. Celebrate it. It's probably incredibly awkward for like the not like the players, I, I would assume, like are borderline. They're working through grief, if you will. Like they just lost yeah, the Super Bowl, sucks. but then like their friends are there. The nine people they got to bring, and they're probably like, "This is an awesome party. Like, like am I lost? supposed to be good. celebrating? Like, sorry, but like I'm gonna enjoy this." No doubt about it. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially if you made a, a bad play. Or, yes. You know, you're, like, you're going to your room. You're like, I don't, I don't. I'm not seeing anybody. I don't want to see anybody. I don't right? talk to anybody. I'm oh, going radio man. silent. We're moving on here in Good Morning Football Day on a day of Tom Brady's retirement. We have Chris Collinsworth coming on. I'm in Vegas. He will join the crew at the breakfast table talking about Tom Brady, his legacy, looking back, and, of course, the Super Bowl. Chris Collinsworth, one of the best in the game ever, joining us right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We would like to bring in to the show right now somebody who calls himself the grandfather of Good Morning Football. He's been along from the, from the start, from the get-go. And just like Tom Brady was the gold standard for quarterbacks in the NFL, Chris Collinsworth, the gold standard for announcers. And on Sunday nights, family dinner, pasta, red wine, mm-hmm. and Chris Collinsworth, you know it. You know you're getting the gold when Chris Collinsworth is on the mic. Chris, thanks for joining us. Always great to see you. Will you just travel around and introduce me everywhere? I've never gotten anything right? like that. That's, that's sweet right Pasta there, man. <laughs> well, we couldn't do the chair slide in right now. Well, that, that has been retired. But listen, I, I got to start with you. I mean, the, Tom Brady announces his retirement. It feels like this is for real. Um, you know, what, what are your initial thoughts when you when you saw the video? My initial thought was whenever I decide to retire, which I hope is no time soon, that I'm going to have Tom Brady do that announcement. That was that was pretty great, right? But I, th- what Tom Brady has meant to the league is you can't even describe it. I, I mean, you really can't as the person's blowing around our yard here right in front of us. I, I've done five Super Bowls. The first four all had Tom Brady in them, I, which is unbelievable right and that's not even counting the ones i've done on the pregame show and, and various things we've been through it all with tom brady we've been through controversies we've been through championships we've been i feel like i know him I, i've probably done 60 70 different production meetings because he was always the guy at the at the forefront of everything that was happening in the national football league we watched his kids grow up right before our eyes. We watched the confetti. And through it all, he always answered the questions. Did he get everything right? No, he didn't get everything right. But 
there before you is the greatest of all time. Now, the greatest of all time is a moving target. We don't know who's going to wear that crown 100 years from now, but we have a worthy champion to wear it for right now. And uh, what he's meant to the game, you just nobody, nobody could ever dispute. One of the greatest of all time. Yeah, a worthy champion is the right way to say it. And Chris, there were a number of teams that were still going to be interested in having Brady services this offseason. Were you at all surprised uh, in the news, especially it happening right now? I wasn't, Jason. I, I, and I'll tell you why. He's been through a lot this year, right, uh, under any circumstances. And when we saw him on opening day, we did the Cowboys game on opening day. And when I saw him, I, my first question to him is, are you okay? You know, he had lost 15, 20 pounds. We know sort of what he'd gone through in his personal life. And it, it was kind of hard to see. And, and the only thing that made me wonder a little bit is you just assume that physically he was going to be back to start the following season and that, you know, how competitive he is. He may want to go out and prove to everybody that, you know, that was a one-year aberration and, and let's go from here. But to some extent, I didn't want to see him fade away. And I bet you feel the same way. I, I didn't want to see two years in a row like this year. And it doesn't mean it would have happened, probably wouldn't have happened. But I, he was just sort of the one guy Guy that represented the NFL for all of us. When you know, if you've ever played, when you're going to put somebody out there as the greatest of all time, you want it to be somebody who really represents you, your league. And Tom Brady's done that. And so there's part of me, I think, that I'm almost kind of relieved that he's doing it because he can still wear that mantle. Chris, we love having you on the show. You, you said you've called five Super Bowls in your career. One of them was last year with Burrow and Stafford, but the other four were with Tom Brady. When you look back at how his career overlaps with yours, what is the moment that you were in the booth and Tom Brady was on the field that sticks out the most? The <clears throat> Seattle Super Bowl. Malcolm Butler made the interception. <clears throat> it looked like Seattle was going to win the game. They were down on the one-yard line. And to see Tom Brady jumping up and down after that interception was made and to look like a two-year-old who got a piece of candy and through all the, the Tom cool and, you know, this guy is so good looking and supermodel and, you know, perfect life and avocado stew for every dinner and all the stuff that goes along with Tom Brady. To see him just jumping up and down in place, nobody around him, didn't have anybody to hug. He's just jumping up and down like a little kid as my man Al Michaels made the great call, but there he was. He represented all of us who had ever won a peewee football game for the first time or hit a home run for the first time. He was just this child that was jumping up and down and representing the inner soul of all of us, except Seattle Seahawks fans at that time, that loves the game, has the great passion for the game, I think tries to make the game fun, much like you guys on your show, I've, I've said all along, you know, football should be fun. It should be entertainment. It should be a joy in people's lives. And that moment to me, I think sticks out more than any other, just the utter joy of seeing the greatest of all time on the sideline. Well, Chris, it is a joy and always entertaining to listen to your whole team at NBC call games on Sunday night and you make it fun for us and I, you know, I always learn something from you when I listen to your game. Mm -hmm. So Chris Collinsworth, we appreciate you so much being on with us this morning to discuss everything Tom Brady because that's how big he is, is when he does something like this, we got to cover it fully. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie.
Sean O'Hara said it well earlier in the show. Uh, today will always be the day we were hanging out, and Tom Brady retired in the middle of the show. We've been yeah. talking about it all morning long. It's been uh, an important day, 23 seasons. A lot of players and NFL personalities have commented on social media. Naturally, it's kind of where you want to go. Like, I want to get my message out about how much this player has meant to me. And here we go. Our very own Scott Pioli, who in New England during the formative years, he comes on our show, calls him Tommy all the time. There we are, Tommy and Scotty. Uh, Matt Castle, he did it last year, all right? Great. Congrats on a great career, buddy. That's a good friend when he's like, Matt, you know, Tom, I don't want to do this for you again. And JJ, uh, wow, this one made me laugh. Look at the bottom, though. P.S. The newly retired group meets on the golf course every morning at 10 a.m. Drinks are on the new guy, so bring your wallet. Nice. I thought that one was <laughs> nice. awesome. But at the top, though, no question of debate. He's wallet. the greatest of all time. There's the big center, Ryan Jensen. Ryan Jensen Thanks for pushing yeah. me every day this season, mentally and physically. They're going to be coming in throughout the day. And just I love that. Don't dog me too much in the booth, man. Yeah. <laughs> he came back right? to play in that last exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, we all kind of joked maybe he would go back to San Francisco for his, you know, final couple years or whatever and I was gonna I was wearing this 49er sweatshirt on the show today it's a Drake collab we're gonna talk about it's coming out later in the week and so we're gonna talk about it tomorrow but it's his brand OVO and he had a collab with the NFL and so these are gonna be available and it's fantastic right so I thought maybe the announcement would be that the Brady Brady was gonna go here but instead is my retirement it's my retirement sweatshirt yeah exactly Tom Brady October's very own October's very own there's that red hooded sweatshirt for you yeah I know it's my sandler You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.